everyone and thank you for joining us here on FBS Fireside. We are so thrilled to be here again today. I'm your host, Jaworski Vance, and we're going to continue today in our five-part series on racial reconciliation. Over the past two weeks, we've done some uh, talks about Dr. King and his dream. Uh, Last week, we talked about three tips to be effective fathers of racial reconciliation. And today, in part two, we want to talk about three reasons why racial reconciliation is so difficult. Three reasons why it's so hard for um, people of different races to reconcile their differences. Um, And because we're talking about such a deep, uh, heavy subject, we want to make sure that we invoke the Holy Spirit into our conversation. So let's pray. Father, we just want to thank you for this day. Thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives. We just ask that you give us um, the strength, the wisdom, the courage, the uh, honesty and truth to deal with the times that we face concerning race and other issues as humans. We know our sin nature causes us to make decisions that hurt other people and pull us away from you. So we ask that you just give us what we need in this program. Prick the hearts, especially of believers, that they too will follow what you say in your word. Lord, we love you. We trust you. And it's in Jesus name we pray. Amen. I want to thank you all for joining us on this show. I know this subject is a difficult subject. I just had uh, a couple of amazing meetings with some good brothers. Uh, Sean, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to meet with me. John, thank you for providing such inspiration and hope. And for all of those who are listening, do not be discouraged because people are working to deal with some of the harshness that we see in our nation because we are following hard after God. So let's jump right into um, some of the conversations I had with Sean and John and and three reasons why racial reconciliation is so difficult. And one of the things that we had we talked about in our conversation and just so that, you know, Sean is a white brother that's a pastor friend of mine and He's an amazing man. And John is a a brother, white brother, friend of mine. And of course, I'm sure all you know by now I'm black and we've had some great conversations about uh, the challenges of racial reconciliation. And one of the things that we talked about is uh, how politics, power and prestige is oftentimes more important than people, you know, and as believers, God has called us to focus on people. He said, when I was hungry. You gave me something to eat when I was thirsty. You gave me something to drink when I was naked. You clothed me. I didn't have a place to stay. You invited me into your home. And one of the things that is happening in the church, unfortunately, is unlike Jesus, who was willing to descend all the way down, he was willing to leave perfection and come to the scum of the earth. He was able to leave and willing to leave to sacrifice his life for the benefit of the entire world. Some that would choose to follow him and some that would still continue to ignore him. He was willing to give all of that up for the benefit of us. Unfortunately, nowadays, uh, one of the difficulties with racial reconciliation is we don't want to give up our politics. We don't want to give up our power and we do not want to give up our prestige for the benefit of other people. Now, I can understand that if you are pure capitalist, I can understand that if you are solely um, some other sector of the population other than Christian, you know, your Christianity and your belief systems and following hard after God should require us to place people as a higher priority 
than profits. Place people as a higher priority than politics. Place people as a higher priority than prestige. The word says man cannot serve two masters. He will, he will either love the one or hate the other or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. We cannot continue to place God or money over God because God is love and love is going to be the key to solving our issues with racial reconciliation. And unfortunately, race is a roadblock to one of the bigger problems, which is really greed and money that prevents us from making proper decisions that benefit people. So let's segue into our first song. It's a great song by Bizzle. Bizzle does an amazing job laying out his thoughts on what we're talking about now. And the song is called God Over Money. And we'll be right back here on FBS Fireside after this. Oh my. God over money to no moment. Let's go. Don't let these cats tell you what successful is, dog. Real talk. Welcome back. Bizzle talks about go ahead, break the money curse, put God at the top and stop putting money first. And that's one of the reasons why it's so difficult for us to have a conversation about racial reconciliation, because we put politics, power, prestige ahead of people. And we got to do a better job of not doing that in order for us to have the difficult conversation about racial reconciliation, because many of the reasons why we don't reconcile things across races, because we don't really identify the real problem. And that is a money greed and our our sinful nature that wants to um, esteem ourselves greater than we should. And so let's continue our discussion about three reasons why racial reconciliation is so difficult. And the first one is politics, power and prestige is more important than people. Number two is reconciliation requires tremendous effort that can only be sustained from God. Dr. King once says every step toward the goal of justice requires sacrifice, suffering and struggle, tireless exertions and dedicated concern of passionate individuals. It requires effort and it requires a tremendous amount of effort. The word of God says, be not weary and well doing for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. It also says make every effort to maintain unity in the spirit through the bond of peace. It takes effort. Racial reconciliation takes effort. Any type of reconciliation takes effort because there's been an infringement. And God says for all of the believers out there, when we go to take communion, first go reconcile with your brother. Now, here in America, unfortunately, there hasn't been enough reconciliation. There hasn't been enough effort to reconcile all the heinous, egregious, harsh acts committed against our fellow brothers uh, especially our black brothers and sisters. And it's not the black brothers and sisters jobs and roles to go to the offender for the believers. God says, hey, look, before you come to me, go. Clear up that confusion or that problem or that infraction or that ought with your brother. And guess what? That's going to take some effort. Okay, you got to be brave, you got to be honest, and you got to be willing to see him as a brother. And if you fail to have the energy to do it, guess what? But God, God can help you with that. Through God's grace and his mercy and his love and his strength, 
You know, that's the only way you'll be able to be strong enough to deal with that situation, to face your brothers with and and not because the word says there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. God is a gracious God. So as soon as all believers receive that grace, guess what? We can operate in that grace and not that guilt. The enemy wants us operating in guilt so that we never address the situation. So that's why I'm so thankful for brothers like Sean, thankful for brothers like John, thankful for brothers like Eric, thankful for brothers like Ralph, thankful for brothers like Doug Apple for making the effort to build the kingdom separate and apart from race. Build the kingdom based off of his spirit, based off of the content of a person's character instead of the color of his skin. Reconciliation takes effort and make no mistake about it. It first takes effort from and between believers because we are the source of the kingdom. We have the love, the joy and the peace and the patience. We should have those things powerfully enough to reconcile differences. But when we're not strong enough, guess what? God is there. God is there to provide us with the strength that we need to continue to bring hope inspiration and love into the earth our next song is a song by matthew west that speaks about this in a little more details a complete change from our first song by bizzle there's a strong by matthew west called strong enough and it talks about when in your weakness he is made strong hope you enjoy it and please come back and join us here on fbs fireside after this you must you must think I'm strong, strong enough. When I'm finally, finally at rock bottom, that's when I start looking up. That's a great lyric in that song by Matthew West. And it really speaks to uh, the last difficulty that we face with dealing with racial reconciliation. He's essentially saying that, you know, when he's at rock bottom, he doesn't have anywhere else to go. He he has to look up to God. And one of the challenges we face here in America is we've got so much prosperity in the church, so much prosperity among believers. And we're really just not willing to come down off of the throne. We may come down a couple of of flights of stairs, (laughs) but if we're up eight stories a couple of flights is not going to have a huge impact for the people on the bottom floor Sean John and Doug thank you for taking the time my white brothers to reach out to me to deal with these difficult issues Um, speaking of difficulties our third reason why racial reconciliation is so difficult As we continue this discussion is Sunday is the most segregated day of the week. Whites go to white churches, blacks go to black churches, Asians go to Asian churches, Hispanics go to Hispanic churches. And we're all supposed to be having a spiritual experience. We're supposed to be spirit filled people who are judged by the content of our character and not the color of our skin. Jesus is no respecter of persons. He loves all of us. And he was willing to leave perfection. He was willing to leave the eternal floor to come down to ground zero. For us, you would think we would be willing to do that for some. 
Paul said, I become all things so that some might be saved. We're not willing to become a few things so a few might be saved. It's important for all of us who are going to church every Sunday to realize that, hey, look, let's just be honest. Sunday is the most segregated day of the week. And so you're seeing people that look like you, yet you're talking about a guy who represents everyone. So after you leave church, it's important to immerse yourself in the broader community around you. God said there are two commandments on which all the other commandments are based. Love the Lord thy God who represents love. Place no other God before him. Don't place money, property, pleasure, power, politics, none of that. Florida State, Miami, none of those. New England, Tampa, none of that. Don't place that before him. Let him be at the pinnacle of your discussions, right? And love thy neighbor as thyself. I know it's hard to do in your own strength. But when we follow hard after God, all things are possible. I pray that this message just helped you in some way. I pray that the three difficulties we discussed of politics, power and prestige, the hard work necessarily to reconcile difficult situations and the normalcy of segregation that we see every Sunday. I pray that we really are honest about those things and work hard to do more of what God has told us to do, which is take up the cause of the fatherless. Defend the oppressed Plead the case of the widow This message is not for everybody This is messages for those people Those of us who believe Say we believe for believers God has given us a responsibility And the world does not become a better place Until we start doing What we're supposed to do Again John, Sean, Doug Thank you so much for taking the time To make the effort to reach out to me I hope and pray that you feel the healing and the resurrection power that came from our experience. And I pray that our listeners take it and do something in their sphere of life as well. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for what you're doing in our lives. I ask that you bless us beyond measure. Bless us how you will have us to be blessed. Give us the wisdom, the strength and the courage to be ministers of reconciliation, not just with race, but with love and with hate. That we will restore love in places that have been destroyed by hate. Father, we love you because we know that you first loved us. And we just ask that you just continue to forgive us when we question and doubt and operate in something other than love. Lord, be with us. Hold us, mold us, shape us, and even scold us. But be gentle in your correction. Lord, have mercy on us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Thank you all again for joining us on this week's show. We're going to close with a song by Jesus Culture called Make Us One. I love you. Have a great week. And we'll see you back here next week on FBS Fireside. Fireside.